Welcome to the Sal Vetri Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the podcast and the YouTube channel. We have a nice three-game Thursday slate, so you get the craziest slate you possibly could yesterday with not only a ton of injury news the night before, the day of, throughout the day, people getting injured during the games, 12 games of it, wild slate, and now we get a nice three-game relaxing slate with with not a ton of news, something to just chill out on before the weekend starts. Welcome back, Sal Vetri here, and I appreciate you all being here. Please do hit that subscribe button both on the podcast, helps out a lot, especially if you leave a five-star rate and review. I'm going to do a $20 raffle over the next week for somebody who leaves a five-star rate and review. Choose from there, so leave a way for me to contact you as well. Twitter handle works and also on the YouTube channel. If you hit that subscribe button, gang, helps me out a lot. So three games late. Before we get into it, I do have exclusive content. My projections, I already have them done. About to post them to Patreon. If you are interested, there'll be a little I button above. You can click that. Pops out to the side and then you can click that. It'll open up a new browser. You can check out Patreon or it's linked up down below as well. Talk about that later. And then lastly, drafters.com above is their logo, their picture. It's a snake draft. Uh, format. It's very similar to season long. If you play NBA or NFL, it takes five to 10 minutes to do depending on how fast you pick your draft to be. But you're just picking positions in it for the NBA. And it's a ton of fun. It's not salary cap based. You play, I don't know, uh, you pick in groups of four or five, and then you go up against a whole field of people. And it's very cool. I like the format. I like the ease of it. If you have projections, if you think you trust those projections, you're ahead of a lot of people there. It's been a site that I've been able to win on so far this NBA season. So be sure to check it out. Promo code SAL100, SAL100, gets you a 100% deposit match up to $50. Normally on sites, they do like a 10, 50% at most, 100% up to 50 bucks. Be sure to use that code SAL100, SAL100. Let them know that you came from me. So starting right now, injury news, Brooklyn. First, the Lakers today. DeAndre Jordan questionable. Missed the last game with a finger injury. He is questionable today. It would impact Jared Allen's minutes, Terry on Prince. And Nicholas Claxton, he's doubtful today. He is the third string center. So things can get really wonky here. It leads me to believe that DeAndre Jordan just toughs it out just to play 12, 15, 14 minutes out there because Claxton, who played very well, maybe his best game ever, his last time out when DeAndre Jordan missed, he's doubtful with a shoulder today. So I'm not projecting him in since doubtful means 25% or less chance to play. I'm leaning that DeAndre Jordan and I also have projected in right now. If he doesn't play, I don't know where to give these center minutes. Does Torian Prince, does Rondis Kirkus or Kirkos, does he pick up these backup center minutes? I'm not too sure. Either way, it does make me feel really good that Jared Allen's going to play 30 plus minutes, uh, barring any injuries. It is a difficult matchup though. So those are the main injury news uh, for um, Brooklyn outside of Kyrie Irving being probable today with the hamstring. Hurts Spencer Dimity's upside, Levert, Garrett Temple, Joe Harris, all of them. For Cleveland, just Brandon Knight's going to miss with a knee. It's going to help Dante Axum the most there. For Portland, Dwight Powell in the last game ruptured his Achilles, likely done for the year, needs surgery. Maxi Kleber should benefit. Bolban should benefit. Those guys should pick up a lot of center minutes, as well as Kristoff's probably moving to some center minutes throughout the game as well. For Portland, CJ McCollum has missed the last two games. You had a 60-plus point performance in overtime from Lillard the last time out, 92, plus, uh, 92 fantasy points. He's going to be questionable today, McCollum, with an ankle injury. It would help Lillard. It would help Carmelo Anthony, Anthony Simons, Gary Trent, all these guys. And then Anders Pashinich, he is questionable today with an ankle injury, missed the last game for Washington. At this point with Thomas Bryant back, with the Amahimni still getting center minutes, I don't really think AP Pashinich is going to get any run, even if he does play, maybe like six to eight to 10 minutes. I'm not too sure of even that though. So he's questionable. I'm not really projecting him though anyways. He did miss last night, the front end of the back-to-back. That's it. That's the injury news. Really just to watch right now, it is mainly CJ McCollum and then also DeAndre Jordan when it would impact a little bit as well. 
So this is my early interest. I guess we can go to the target offense sheet just to look at it since it's only three games. Lots of decent totals here. You have a 232 game total between Cleveland and Washington where Cleveland's actually the one-point favorite. Each of them has a nice team total. You have a one-point spread between Portland uh, without Dwight Powell and um, Portland and Dallas today. Dallas is without Dwight Powell. Portland potentially without CJ McCollum. That's a really nice total, 229.5. The Brooklyn and Lakers games, a 227 total. Lots of really fun and uh, high-paced games here as well with good scoring environments. So not a lot of good defenses either. I mean, you have Washington and Cleveland, two teams that Washington, a very good offense, Cleveland, not that great, but they're two terrible teams on defense. You have Brooklyn, who at points through the year looked fine on defense, but now seems to be falling apart a little bit again. Portland, if they don't have CJ McCollum, they become a much worse defense, especially with Carmelo Anthony on the court a ton, and you're getting backups like Anthony Simons in the game. And Dallas is a fine defense. So uh, Lakers as well. So you, you get some bad defenses on this, lots of high scoring affairs. You can check this out over on Patreon. I'll have it updated every single day. The target offense sheet, screenshot it now if you do want to. Uh, but going over to my early interests, I think in my pool right now for Patreon, there's about 36, 38 players that I have in that player pool for the three game slate. Or actually, it might have been 28 or 29. I think it's somewhere around 30. Either way, it'll get cut down to around 30 by the end of the day. So be sure to check that out. Right now, I will link up above. It'll do a little pop out if you haven't already clicked it. The little I will come out and say my NBA projections. You can click on that. It'll open up in a new tab. Check it out later on Patreon if you are indeed interested. But right here on this screen, I only have 17 players. It's about half of what a player pool would look like, maybe a little bit more than that. Um, but anyways, LeBron James at the top of 10-4, grades out really well. We'll see what happens with Anthony Davis. He played last night on the front end of the back-to-back. They limited him to 30 minutes, they said. He played exactly 30 minutes. If he's ruled out today, it's fantastic, even if he's not. But he's going to play 30 instead of 34-35. All those extra minutes, those extra 3-4-5 with LeBron on the court, is going to be a big bump for LeBron from being a 1.5 fantasy point per minute producer to a 1.6, 1.65. And in a short three-game slate, those extra three or four or five fantasy points at his price point actually go a really long way. I like LeBron. Hassan Whiteside, not a priority, not one of the best values on the slate at 8,800. Dallas is still a good defensive team, even with Dwight Powell going to miss here. Um, I don't think they're going to be running out Boban all that much. Boban is probably going to get 10, and it's a backup center. Maybe I haven't projected for like 15. Doesn't really do much for me. I think it'll be a lot of Kleber for the 30, 32 minutes, somewhere in there. Uh, More Porzingis moving to the four, which means more Dorian Finney-Smith. A more Porzingis moving from the four to the five uh, to back up at times, which means more Dorian Finney-Smith at the four, opens up his minutes. Maybe you get some Justin Jackson back into the rotation. I don't really think the Boban love that you saw in the last game on the showdown, where you just had to fill in for 16 minutes. I don't think it's going to be there as much against a guy like Whiteside. You could see it. I just don't think you see it for 20 plus minutes. Right now, I haven't projected for 15 or 16 minutes, I believe. Whiteside, I think uh, it's a fine spot. Not a priority, but one of the higher ceilings on the slate. Kyrie Irving at 8,400, I do like against the Lakers today. He's just still too cheap. He's a guy who's averaging 1.4 fantasy points per minute. He's, I haven't projected to play 32 minutes here, and he grades out really well. Kevin Love at 8,100, been playing great. 1.2 fantasy point per minute type guy over the last month of the season. Gets a matchup against Washington, where Cleveland has 10 more fantasy points, or 10 more real-life points implied than uh, their season average. I believe they're implied for 116.5 today. They're scoring about 106 per game. This is a huge pace-up and scoring uh, spot for Kevin love in this team. I think it's fantastic. Bradley Beal, you got overtime, so we got 38 minutes, but I haven't projected for 34. That might be two minutes too high on the second night of a back-to-back, especially since he's recently due off this injury. But man, I loved him yesterday and, and getting into overtime definitely helped him get there minutes wise, but he's going to start playing these minutes again. I would not be shocked to see him sit today. I would also not be shocked to see him play another 34, 35 minutes. The matchup against Cleveland, we already talked about how bad both these defenses are. Sign me up for that. These next, uh, Colin Sexton and Darius Garland, I have interest in both of them. $1,000 difference. They just play huge minutes in a good matchup. I have them both projected for 34. They can both see 36 minutes. I don't want to be shocked. And I don't really think they see much below that 34 number. So 
I like both of them. Sexton 6,500, Garland 55. I slightly prefer Garland right now, but both are definitely in play. Carmelo looks like one of the better plays in the slate. Only power forward eligible now in DraftKings, $6,000. I say one of the better plays if CJ McCollum is out. So it's very important. If McCollum is in, he still looks okay. If McCollum is out, he looks like one of the better values at 6,000 on the slate. Haven't projected for around 35 minutes of play today in a tough matchup against Porzingis, but we all know Melo's going to take him out and whoever's at the four and, and just try and work on him in somewhere in the mid range. So it's not like he's backing him down. Melo looks good. Yamahimi played huge minutes in the overtime. He played 30 in regulation last night. Um, he's 5,200. I'm projecting him for 28. I'm projecting Thomas Bryant for 20, so they're going to split those minutes. You can get them both playing 24. You can get Bryant playing 22 and, and Mahimi playing 26. So if you want to project it differently, that's fine. Either way, at 28 minutes, Mahimi looks like an okay play. If I put him at 26, he doesn't look like a good play. If I put him at 30, I think that's too much anyways. Then he starts to look like a nice play. So I don't think he's a priority either way here in this slate. I just think on a three-game slate, he's definitely in play. Maxi Kleber, I've projected for 32 minutes and a fine matchup against Portland. He's 4,900. He's not a good fantasy point per minute producer. This can go either way. I don't think if you don't have Kleber, I don't think it ends you. Like, I don't think uh, Kleber scoring 24 points is going to be the end of you today. Um, I don't think him scoring 27 points is going to be the end of you today. But I think he's just a, a very meh play. Similar things can be said for Tim Hardaway Jr. up next year. He's getting the minutes, but he's just not getting the production alongside Luka. So that like 0.9 fantasy point per minute production this year when he's alongside Luka, it's down to like 0.82, 0.83. So make sure you're adjusting things like that as well as with the historical data. He looks fine. Anthony Simons, one of the guys on this list that I like the least. He's up to 4,500. He's going to play, I don't know, 34 minutes I haven't projected for today. That looks really good. He's also a really bad point per minute producer, especially when Lillard and, and Carmelo Anthony are on the court alongside him for most of that time. If McCollum is back, Anthony, Anthony Simons is, is 0% in play. At 4,500, if he's highly owned, I have no interest. I have him projected out right now to score around like 21, 22 fantasy points. That's not great at 4,500 or or 22, 23. That's not great by any means at 4,500. It's not terrible. It's pretty much average. So if the ownership's there, I can go away from it. If it's not there, I'm fine getting to it. Chetty Osmond at 4,400. Just a gross play. I think I've been projected for 33 minutes. He can play 32 or 32 minutes. He can play more or less than that. Um, it's a, it's, it's similar to these other guys. I would rather have the Sexons and the Garlands and the definitely Kevin Loves from his team, but it's just a value if that you're forced into a guy at 4,400. I think he's a fine filler there in this nice, um, just really good environment against Washington. Joe Harris with Kyrie Irving back seems very sketchy at 4,100. He's, he's, he has a crazy range of outcomes. He's very three-point heavy dependent, and we all know that. He's one of the most accurate shooters in the league. I think last year he was the most accurate shooter, um, best three-point shooter. So Joe Harris, if you're getting his night where he goes for 17 points, you're screwed. If you're getting his night where he goes for 28, you're rarely going to get the guy just being very consistent. 4,100 against the Lakers. Trying to get wing players in difficult spots is very risky. I will point that out, but you're, you're lacking value on a three-game slate. Dante Exum at 3,700, having projected for 24 minutes. Brandon Knight is out, so I think, I think he picks up a lot of these backup guard minutes from Sexton and Garland and even Osmond to an extent. I don't love it. Um, he could play 20 and be terrible. At 24, he's just barely good enough, so it's a very risky play. Gary Trent at 3,400. I think he continues to play big minutes, but keep in mind, Trevor Ariza is there. Ariza played 15 minutes in his first game with the team. I think he ends up playing more than that. I have Ariza projected for 18, Gary Trent for 32 um, minutes. Gary Trent's like a 0.65 fantasy point per minute producer, and if he's going to be on the court now more with Damian Lillard and, and those in Anthony and those types of players, it's not going to help him all that much, so at 3,400, he's just too cheap to ignore on a three-game slate if he's going to play 30-plus minutes, but it's a very sketchy spot if he picks up a lot of ownership. Uh, Isaiah Thomas had projected for around 18 or, I believe, 20 minutes today against Cleveland. Just a fine spot. A guy who's close to a fantasy point per minute producer. Um, if you're getting those 18 to 20 minutes on a three-game slate, I think he grades out pretty decently. 
So you notice I don't have Damian Lillard on here. I think he's a fine play. He's probably stuck now to 9,900. He still grades out for me as a, a fine value, like a 5.1x type of guy, not an overwhelming value. I'd rather have LeBron on this slate than Damian Lillard. I'd probably rather have Kyrie for cheaper, maybe even Bradley Beal. But if he gets a Lillard on the three-game slate without McCom, it's clearly fine. Like at some point, you just need points upside. I think Lillard in my projections is like my third or fourth highest projected pure scorer today. Um, and I think he's behind Luca, LeBron, and then it might be Lillard. Um, I believe it is. So yeah, that's all fine. Luca's not in here either. He's expensive. So I usually on these slates that like all the value on the slate is, is sketchy wing players, like, like Gary Trent, like Simons, like uh, Joe Harris, like XM. It's all sketchy wing players. And that's the worst type of value, right? Guys that rely on shooting and rely on driving. And, and some of these players are facing very good uh, shot blockers at the rim, like Joe Harris, who's much more heavy on shooting. Um, to an extent, like some of the guys going up against Portland today, like Tim Hardaway Jr. So a lot of the value is sketchy. Now, will one of it pop off for 25, 26 points? Like can, can Isaiah Thomas, can Exum, can somebody do that? Yeah, but it's sketchy and it's hard to really pinpoint it. So right now I like these balanced builds approach. I like the 6K range. I like the 7K range. And I think the 8K range is fine. Thank you for tuning into this three game slate video. Please do hit the subscribe button before you leave. I will have a Pro Bowl video out either later today or tomorrow, I'll schedule it for. I'm going to be getting on a plane tomorrow and I'll be gone for the weekend. I'll be putting out projections every day on Patreon and I'll be attempting to put out a video every single day as well. I'd have to be getting up at like 4 a.m. to get that out, but we'll try and get that done. So thank you for tuning in, gang. I really do appreciate it. Hope you all have a great rest of your day. Best of luck tonight. Be sure to check out drafters.com linked up above. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and then check out the projections if indeed interested. See ya. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. And before you go, if I can get you to subscribe and follow the podcast, download a few if you wish. But if you enjoyed this podcast, if you can please subscribe, helps me out, helps support it. So thank you so much. And I will see you in the next one.